Shooting the Gap with Ryan and Gonzo. Fantasy drafts like, uh, what? Just Gordon. Know. He drafts cars. Say Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. All right. Make sure you say it in the episode. Just Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. Out of the, out of the blue. Out of the blue. Just say it. Josh Gordon. During the episode. He Josh drives cars. cars. Yes. Show some timing. Okay. Pretend like you have some. Okay. Cool. Start the show whenever you're ready. <laughs> We're going. Well, then we already talked about Josh Gordon. <laughs> he drives Why? cars! Why am I talking about Josh Gordon? He drives cars! Because he drives cars? Because he got suspended for a year, which was pretty much known for a long time. Like uh, The argument that was had last week about it being known during the draft was not the case. Um, yes, that was not the case. They officially knew right after the pick and whatnot. But then, um, what, a couple nights ago, I had the privilege, the privilege of going to a Hooters. And they sat us in the back corner next to the shitter. And we had the stupidest waitress of all time. I said, can I get a Jim Beam and Coke? She goes, no, what is it? A Jim Beam and Coke. Well, I'm going to see if we have that. What is it again? It's a Jim Beam. What's your well whiskey? What's it called? Well whiskey. It, a well whiskey. I said, yeah, that's, that's your cheap whiskey. She goes, oh, I don't know. I've never even drank And so either way. We get to witness the, the draft. And, and we were totally disappointed by our service, by the way. Yeah, service I was... spoke with the manager, and he said, well, you did come to a Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, Funny you know, though, hold you, on, hold on. I found, uh, I found uh, out it was my fault. You and I have had very interesting things happen at Hooters. Have we? Yeah. Uh, I remember that. Oh, don't you? We'll have off-air talk talks yeah, about that one. Me and Would Justin you? dining dash to Hooters. Well, that actually, that, which isn't a challenge. The same one that we just went to. It's not even a challenge. <laughs> we could have done it that night, but everyone you and wanted me to be and, nice. So I was like, I'm you and me and your brother at our Hooters. Give this bitch fifty bucks. Yeah, you can you can pretty much dine and dash any Hooters. Mm-hmm. If you guys are looking for free food. You know, you're crying about the price at you know wings at Hooters, or maybe you don't like the wings because they suck a little bit. Whatever, whatever the case may be, you know what? Just leave. He drives a car. Because the girls don't. Who? Uh, Hooters. Josh Gordon. And Ryan goes, Should I draft him? And I said, No, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to totally do it. I'm saving it for the show. Should I draft him? I want to draft him. It might just be eight games. It won't be just eight games. And he drafted him, and then the very next day. It'll be for every left turn ahead. I would like, I would like just, to preface hold on a second. I'm not done. him saying I'm not done. he never said any of this. this so is, continue. Oh, I didn't? I didn't say, are you sure you want to draft him? Because we weren't talking <laughs> amongst ourselves like for a good like, so 45 thinking seconds about drafting a minute. Him. And you said, I don't know, dude. He might get he might get suspended. I didn't say might get suspended. I said he will get. You said, well, he might not. I said, no, he will. I didn't say might. I said might. <laughs> and he did and here's the funny thing ladies and gentlemen which is is once he's off this suspension he then gets to await the ruling on his next suspension for the DUI that hasn't even been ruled on yet because it hasn't been judged by the courts yet so he's already got this suspension for a year and then after that he's going to have another suspension immediately following with his DUI he will miss he drives a car not for a while, Doug. Oh. Not for a while. He might be on a red license. We I don't, don't know. Might, might just be like... He can go to work. Calling his dad or his... Home. Why are you clapping like that? What, what is? Where did this come from? Golf where did this clap? clap come from? Well, why do you look all gimpy when you're doing it? You're all... You should see him, ladies and gentlemen. That looked, that looked odd over and over again. You could just... I like Golf how we... Clap. Huh? Wait, do, we include, Golf clap. do we include ladies when we say ladies and gentlemen? Because, like... Scott's wife like walks by and happens to listen while Scott's. We count Scott. We count Scott as a lady. Okay, I don't. But I was just counting Don. If you never count Scott as a lady, gentlemen, I'm counting Don. Also. Okay, that's yeah. That's what I mean. She's our lady. What are you drinking tonight? There. I'm drinking some tea. Drinking fucking tea. Fucking. Well, it's not fucking tea. I mean, it's just what are you drinking? Regular tea. Nothing. I'll I'll have water later. You drank it already. Water. He's gonna have some water. I got a mangarita. 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 But lime it says on there, but it, it doesn't taste any lime. It says mangarita. Mm. 
It's tasty. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And some 90 proof schnapps. Some schnapps. We're going to have a good time. The schnapster? We're going to have a good time tonight. We're not going to draft Josh Gordon. finish eating this pizza. <laughs> Ooh, he drives cars. Who's? <laughs> he drives cars. He doesn't remember the name ever. Jeff Gordon. How about Tony Stewart coming back to the track, huh? Yeah, huh, huh? The murderer Good. gets back behind the wheel. Ah, why is he a murderer? Because he killed somebody. I mean, don't you think? Well, there's like murder, and then there's like, you know, a Man dude charged the car, and I accidentally ran over uh, I, I, I I'm going to put accidentally in quotes. Accidentally? I'm, I'm going to put manslaughter in quotes. Um, absolutely. Because <laughs> there's no proof of either. So um, those, those are definitely opinions that we, that we have. I, I don't see any, anything like we that. We all technically the, are sharing an opinion on the that question, because the investigation is, the, is not over But yet. the question that I'm asking has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the immediate activities of this weekend should he raise. That's what I'm asking. Well, I don't think he personally should race again because I've ever said, again because I've stated that he he is extremely reckless with his vehicle all the time. He uses it against other drivers all the time. Okay, and so I've so always, you're saying this no? Was, this was a matter of time. I'm saying no until the investigation says that they conclude it was an accident. And if they concluded that it wasn't gone, and if they conclude that it was an accident, well, what if they conclude it wasn't an accident, he's going to jail. If they <laughs> If they conclude that it was an accident, then what? Then I still think he did it maliciously. Then you still think he did it. So so this is total uh it doesn't matter. You just said uh, you just opinion. you just you just said though, until they till they make a ruling. You said should he drive? I, I don't think until and they, then, but they, until they make a ruling because Ryan, I asked a question go, after you that. Go, you go, you go Ryan, ahead. I asked a question after that. We were on another question that I asked go. after that. Go. What's your other you question? You just answered it. And now, oh my God. When I said, oh, <laughs> fucker. Never mind. Talk about your car racing. So I was trying to throw you a bone here. Throw me a bone. I just did, motherfucker. There you go. You drive this car. Chomp your bone. Chomp your bone. Car. Drive car. fast and turn left. And turn left and again. Don't run over people that run at your car. A lot. <laughs> with their head down. Like, like they're a Mario character. Like they're a Mario character. <laughs> hey, I, like I said, I don't... I, there may have been, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. We already know your opinion. I think he said... You already said your opinion. I think he said... He's a murderer. Fuck this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot some dirt on him or maybe I'm just gonna kind of swerve at him and make him, you know, jump back. And uh, I don't think he meant to, like, necessarily plow through him, but I think he meant to do something to him because those cars don't have a... They don't fucking brake like normal cars. You don't fucking just slam on the brakes on those things. Oh, I know. You're you're experienced driving them, which is why I'm going to... Which is why I'm going to go with the uh, experienced drivers who don't blame him and say all the other things about how it's dark coming around that corner to decide that take would be something like that and what you just said that he decided would not be a very split decision type thing um i'm, I'm gonna go with what the drivers are saying and there's plenty that don't like tony stewart and there's people that aren't talking either and they might be waiting for that thing now that's that's the thing now my, my judgment is swaying this way because i'm listening to them not people who have not been there because that i mean that that doesn't compute for me but but the jury is still out and if it if it comes out that he's guilty for in any way if they can prove that at all then okay which i think we discussed that based on the well i guess the mm. only video you and i had seen of it yeah we don't know what they have they have they might have was. like totally different pictures and i imagine with social media and people with their phones that's not the only view of it and they probably have other things going on with it so but of the one we saw we both concluded if that was the only one they would bring to court it's probably not a good chance they're going to get a conviction out of it i don't even think they'd take it to court yeah it's definitely like i mean if that was your if that was your your evidence it's definitely and like i said I, I don't think he deliberately tried to plow over him or hit him with the actual car. I wouldn't be surprised. You think surprised. he took a risk. You think he took a risk that caused a man's life is what you're saying. Correct. You think he took a risk that mm-hmm. caused a man's life. Mm-hmm. Okay. To make a point. To prove a point. Because he's done things like that. 
Yeah, whatever point it might be, it might just be to be the testosterone. I've watched races where I've seen him. Racing like, guys are dickheads. Racist? You've seen racists? Racing guys are dickheads. They're all dickheads, I think. I think they're all dickheads. So, I mean, this is not... I mean, the guys do it all the time. This is not the only beef you see on the racetracks ever. Just this guy died. It sucks. It sucks. That's got our own opinions on yeah, I guess there's, this is the only time anything goes bad. Or, or if it does, it's only Tony Stewart. How about the Broncos closing out the preseason and doing their thing pretty well? Ooh, they have Excited cards. about Brock Osweiler doing well. Um, I know that he's going to be our backup. I know that we'll probably sign him. We'll never really know what Brock is going to do until he's there with the starters playing in a game. Then we'll figure it out. Um, I, I like that. He's going he's gonna to be around. I think that we're definitely going to get Cody Latimer on the field. He's going to step up in his position um, with uh, with Norwood going down. Definitely leaves a spot open. I think uh, Latimer's going to fill it, and he's going to be um, like a punt returner type guy. And also um, a fifth receiver, fourth receiver on packages. They're going to get him in space and get him the ball. Uh, we're having, we don't really know the cuts yet. We, we don't know yet. Um, running back, what do you think? Jawan Thompson, Capri get no Capri bit. I think I still feel like Capri's gonna end up on the practice squad. That's where my thoughts have been. That's I still think everybody's saying that they're gonna try and make room for him. Oh, maybe they could use him in the special teams. And you know, they could use Jawan Thompson in the special teams too. So and he's made plays on special teams also. Mm-hmm. So they both have. It's it's a numbers game at this point, dude. I, I mean, is. realistically, it comes down to like, who do you think? has the more explosive running ability and who can help them if a guy like C.J. Anderson goes down, a guy like Ronnie Hillman goes down. I mean, like, I know you're talking about you're going all the way to the fourth string running back, but, you know, I I mean, I guess it maybe it comes down to who's better at pass protection and maybe well, that's yeah, how think, they I decide think, it. I think they're both pretty equal uh, not the best at pass protection right <laughs> now. I've seen them both do that. Um, I, I think I, I really just think you take the. They've both performed. They've both shown it. You got to take the bigger, stronger, faster guy, and I think you want a bigger, stronger, faster guy on special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, he's not Tasker, Capri Bibbs or anything. He's he's made some plays. Uh, it's simple to me. You still get to be part of this team. You still get to contribute and still have a possibility of, of showing up on this team because we don't have any anything proven at running back. So who knows what's going to happen in Absolutely these next not, fucking not four a, months, four or five months, single, shit. Not a, <laughs> six months. Yeah. Not a single fucking person on the team on the or on the running backs is you know somebody who's a lock at starter. No, no. I mean, we're we're he, looking around. We're looking at Monte Ball. I mean, they're they're trying to make him the starter, but you know, all it takes is that dude putting the ball on the ground two times. He didn't put it on the ground. He didn't, and he didn't. But he didn't put the ball on the ground. Regular the last half of the season, and he might he might lose. He didn't put the ball on the ground the last half of the season or in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. He did not do it. So I mean, I don't disagree with you. Um, I know it'd be a matter of time. I'm just saying that that might be something. Well, everyone fumbles, but I, I don't expect. I think I've, I've always been behind the kid. I've, I've always been a fan of him. You know, when he was drafted, I was stoked about it. I talked about it on the show. I like Monte Ball. I like a big running back who's got speed, who's got cuts, who's really dark as far as, like, black-skinned and plays around a bunch of white people in Wisconsin and destroys everybody because he's like, yeah, he's like the blackest dude in Wisconsin. And now he's here in Denver. I, I really, I really like the dude. I, I like I've been his in Wisconsin. skills, man. That's pretty true. I, I'd have to say so. I mean, Russell Very Wilson. Caucasian. Russell it's Wilson okay. was, was like you know hiding. He's like, I don't, I don't want to be caught alone with too many of these white people. How many times? How much time we got over there? <laughs> well, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> which yeah, which leads to uh, this was this was what I wanted to touch on before we get into uh, uh, Johnny Clipboard. I wanted to ask about um, Michael Sam and how he has performed and where it kind of sits at. Um, because I'll tell you what I think. Um, I think the dude can play in the in the in the league. From what I've seen, he can play. Now, whether he can play in St. Louis 
on that defensive line that is so deep and so deep. He's going against an undrafted free agent, a guy named Westbrook out of like West Texas A&M University or something like that. And he's played very well. He's a little more versatile than, than Sam has been. But Sam has made a lot of plays, done his thing. Um, I don't, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think he's going to get picked up by St. Louis, but I think he could get picked up somewhere else. What have you thought of his progress playing football? In the limited, the, limited amount that you've seen, it has not been a distraction at all. You have not been force-fed. Michael, Sam, what which he's been what doing. We, which is what we all thought a little bit we would. We were all As, told that. We were all told that we were, that's how it was going to go down, that it was going to be this huge circus. And I think we all decided beforehand that it's not going to be the kind of circus that everybody thought it would be. Well, there's going to be a little attention to it. He's an active gay player. There's not, Is he going to be a player many in this of them league? That are out. And, oh, it's, absolutely. I, 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 I saw nothing from Michael Sam that made me think that he would not... He couldn't at least make... I, I think he could easily make the St. Louis team. It's a tough defensive line to make. The reason I say it is because they, they, they say that he's going league. against another guy and they're both neck and neck, so it's like yeah. between him and another guy. Unless they wanted to keep two. That's what I heard. And um, that's that's why I say that. But from what I saw, you know, three sacks in the preseason. Three, three sacks in the preseason? He's got six tackles uh, for loss, I think it was something like that, and leads the, leads the team in tackles. He's a seventh-round draft pick. Well, SEC defensive we'll player say, of the year. Technically, a seventh-round draft pick. Yes, because we all know and we all agreed that he was easily at a high. He was in the second round at no, least. No, no, he was a third or fourth round. But pick. third or fourth round, more. He was likely. a third or fourth round pick, and it was probably, you know. It, well, no, not probably. He was most definitely <laughs> prejudiced that put him all the way down into that seventh round. That that to be circus one of the nonsense. Last one that, of the last that circus picked. nonsense. We've all said the same thing. Talent outweighs distraction every single time. If you can, if you're Peyton Manning, you could make as much fucking noise as you wanted to. And it's the way that he goes about it. It's the way that he goes about it. Like um, I'm not sure if he's heard anything on the field. At all, but he's not flipping anybody off. He's playing football. He's getting off. He's 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 doing all the practice in a very good way. Everyone speaks about him highly. They they there's been several of the uh, vets that have said he's he's the quiet type of rookie, the one you like, the one that doesn't bring a distraction, the one that goes out and does his thing and wants to make the team and only works hard. That's what he's there doing. So well, I, I think it's a win. It's and, a win for the whole you know, process, whatever you, it might be. You know, playing just you know from just hanging around a group of dudes, that if you don't know another guy and you think you can get into his head, especially playing football, especially a bunch of alpha males, you know he's had a few slurs thrown his way. One, or at least heard a few. You yeah, know, at least it's overheard them. Yeah, I mean, like whether they were said to him or not. I have no doubt about that. It's fucking I, absolute, absolutely. Bunch of alpha males around there, they're and then but then they're way to make you but win. then they're in the locker room like snapping each other on the fucking ass and shit. And I know that that shit like tapers off when you get to the pros because it's a different type of environment. But college, high school, like you're you're snapping asses, you're jumping on dudes' backs, you're you're pounding them with shaving cream, you're doing all kinds of weird fucking shit that would be construed as some kind of weird acting type of deal. So you know, no problems with queer. It would be queer with with having a with having a guy like that around in the, in the locker room. Is is it is it a bigger problem having a guy like him or a guy like Johnny Manziel in the locker room? Are we happy with Johnny Manziel? Do we like where Johnny Manziel is at? Have we seen a lot of good things from Johnny Manziel? I don't know, Doug. You You're gonna have to pause that and we go back. <laughs> he took his attention the whole time. I'm trying to talk Am to I him. happy with Johnny Manziel? <laughs> well, Fuck no, I'm not happy. Well, actually, I, I lied. I'm actually happy with Johnny Manziel because he did what I thought he would do, which is not be very good. He's doing what I thought he'd do. I mean, he had four rushes for 55 yards is what I saw on the stat line, and that's great, but that's what he's going to do. That's the only thing consistently he will do. And, and what I've tried to tell people when I'm asked, when I've tried to tell people when I'm on the show... When I'm trying to tell people who are on a chat site that I might be a part of, it's not that I don't like the kid. Like, so let's just go and look at running quarterbacks in the history of what they do in the league and how often they get hurt. We know they can run the ball. He's going to run the ball. He's going to make plays. But the next time he's on the field, he's going to be going against number ones. 
And if it's projected to be as soon as everybody says it's so clear that it will be, he's going to go against some competition. He's going to go against some good defense. He's, he's going to try to run, and it's not going to be the same space. It's not going to be this, no. as, as comfortable. It's not going to be him little little choppy feet that he makes, you know, and just get him through a little situation. It's not going to happen against this competition. He's going to have to get comfortable in the pocket. He's going to have to learn how to go from one to two to three to four as far as progression of reads. That's what he's going to have to learn. He's going to have to learn to get under center, drop three steps, five steps, seven steps, one step, pivot out. All that stuff that he hasn't done in a long time. And there's so much more than that. I just named five things and there's Fucking ten dozen more things plus the you playbook. have to do. <laughs> Not to mention the playbook. Plus the playbook. Plus you got to be. Is able he going to run the ball well? Yes. Is he going to make some plays? Yes. There's no doubt about it. I want to see progression. Yeah. That's all I want to see. And it's very early on him. He ain't done yet, but it's very early, and there's not a lot of progression. Well, that's why I... Hoyer's starting. Hoyer's starting. And Hoyer didn't look. Too bad in their last game. He led a touchdown. I mean, they actually, yeah, <laughs> he doubled their output in touchdowns. Yes, <laughs> which wasn't very good in the first place. But he did make some really, really good throws that he can make. The guys, like I, like we said, he's still coming off the ACL. He's still not stepping into his throws like he should. He's also still making poor decisions on his passes but you know a little bit and he's and he's got the whole manzel thing surrounding him too I mean, he's got he's, a dude biting on his heels you he got he's got a whole city clamoring i was gonna to say get it's a lot him. more than just him it's the you saw what happened with him. orton when 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 tebow got here he went from like you know the the thing i said about orton the serviceable serviceable he was never gonna win you. He was never gonna be the reason you won games. No, you wanted him to be the reason. Wasn't gonna be the reason we're gonna lose them. And then he started to be. Then he started to be the person who lost you games. Yeah, he started to be because he had to do the fumble guy. He mm-hmm. started to be the throw the errant pick, the guy. bad pick like, in the fourth quarter guy. Yeah, he started to actually lose you in games. a thirteen to seventeen game, 13-10, 20-14, something like that. Where it's games where his defense mm-hmm. is like keeping him in the game. He would make the mistake that would cost you the game, mm-hmm. and that's what Kyle Orton did. So. And that was because Tim Tebow was there, and every, he knew everybody. He knew it. He even said it. He was like, "I couldn't stand it when I was there, because everybody wanted me to be on the bench." He's like, "There were people on the team who didn't want me playing, because they wanted to see what Timmy but Tebow like, could do." Here's what here's what happens. Here's what goes on. Hoyer performs well, and they win the first four games. They go two and two. They go three and one. As far as just competing, and it's not his fault they lose. Then he keeps the job, and he'll stay the starter till the eighth week. But it's a it's a four week performance thing for him here. It's a four week deal. It could Absolutely. be lost in the third week, but it's a four week deal. You get one, two, three, and then four done. Manzel's in, and if Manzel gets thrown in, he's the starter for the rest of the season. Cause you, that's it. <laughs> you can't throw Hoyer in again. When you when you put it's it's a big deal because when you put Manzel in, Hoyer is gone. Hoyer is traded. Hoyer is gone. There's no rotating at that. Maybe there is. I don't know this coach. I don't know what their idea is about that. Well, it's Cleveland. What their so thoughts are. Probably this is Cleveland, but it's not Cleveland. it's not Cleveland. It's not Cleveland. It's not Cleveland yet. These guys are not Cleveland dudes. They're just there. <laughs> they just showed up. But it's, it's Cleveland. No, it's it's a different thing. It's like soiled with Cleveland. It's like it's like the Overlook Hotel. It's like the Shining. Now it's like it's up to them to like listen to the voices or go the other way. Go the other way. Go the other way. <laughs> I think he's talking to you on the last one. Move part. your fucking hand. <laughs> Top fives. Had to do that. He's trying to. Where, where's the fly swatter? Kill this thing. Make it dead. Fly swatter? Dead. Top five what? People would think we do this like in a jungle or something. All the bugs. Bugs? Well, I mean. Yeah, it's a zoo. Malaria. It's not a jungle. Top five Pittsburgh Steelers. This is my least favorite category of all time. I didn't make a list. I'm just going to throw them out there. Ready? I, I got a pretty good one. You, you want me to do my list? So I'll you go first. Remember some guys? No, I'll go first. Come on, man. I, I, I can like, bring your jogging memory. I don't, I don't need jogging memory. Okay, go ahead. You go first. 
Heinz Ward, number five. Really? Gotta throw him on there. He does go on there. He's he performs very Stop. well. He's very good. Very good. I like him a lot. Um, <laughs> you I'm going to push on the pool on whatever I want to push and pull on. That's just how I feel about things. Number four, Roger Stalworth. Uh, I'm kidding. His name is actually John Stalworth. I like to say Roger Stallworth like he's in Pink Floyd, but he's not. He's a receiver for the Steelers, and it's John Stallworth. He was a better receiver than Lynn Swan. So if he's on your list, you missed because John was a better receiver. Um, uh, he, he didn't have the, the big highlight plays, the, the big magnificent couple of catches that everyone remembers, thanks to NFL films. He, NFL films, he just did it all the time. He was just a very consistent, amazing fucking football player. Wow. Number three, Rod Woodson. Even before he went to Baltimore, even before he went to Oakland, whatever he did, he was an amazing... He's, he's, up, he's up to that level of Ronnie Lott. He is a Ronnie Lott type player. He is a five-tool player. He is a cover. He is a hitter. He is a run stopper. He is a coverage guy. He is all over the place. I uh, always appreciated Rod Woodson. It was a shame that he was always... Beating the Broncos. He always went to AFC teams, and it was always time to beat the Broncos. But, you know, hey, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, number four, Rocky Blyer, or number two, Rocky Blyer. He went to Vietnam and then came back, and they were like, they just called him because they needed some run help out of some injuries, and he wasn't even, he wasn't in the league. He just got back from the war. <laughs> And they brought him back, and he played for the next eight years as the fullback next to Franco Harris. He was the lead blocker. He won three fucking Super Bowl titles with those guys. Might have won four. I think it was just three. I think he showed up afterwards. Um, but, yeah, definitely a uh, good guy. White guy. Big old mustache. <laughs> 70s with the hair just kind of like like just sitting there. I don't know how white people got their hair to sit there like that back in the day. That like, weird little like spiky, but like. Or are you talking about like the, it wasn't like, the spiky, crumbly it was, thing? Like, it it like, was crumbly, but it was flat. Like it looked like it was a paint job. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Like that uh, number one by far, Mean Joe Green. There's no fucking doubt about it. Coca Cola commercial, fucking NFL defensive player of the year, two times I think he was, maybe three, two times, all pro. Every year he was there. Um, um, I mean, if you had a defensive tackle and you said he was better than Mean Joe Green, I'd I'd like to see the list you have. And there's some guys that, that are on his level, but whether they're better than him or not, I don't know. And he was Mean Joe Green. That's the coolest fucking football name of all mean time. Mean Joe could play. Name. Could play. He got that name like on accident or something like that. Uh, it's a weird story. It's like a weird story. Like he he explained it on, on, on NFL Films one, yeah. one time. Where the, he, it wasn't even like... He didn't get it because he was like, oh, such a mean football player like on the mm-hmm. field, and so, even though he played that way. He was the but nicest was, dude in the world. But they said that that's totally not how he got the name. It's not because of the way he played on the field. Very interesting guy. Yeah. Me and Joe, good number one. Thank you. Um, so I put Lynn Swan on my list. I, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a thing with me, dude. I don't like Lynn Swan I know, as much as I like, like John Stallworth. I, I know, I know you've, you've, you've always actually, to defend him on that... He has been a staunch, I'm not going to say Lynn Swan hater, but just not like big on the, on the Swanee. I, I like Stallworth better. I like that better. I mean, it's, like, it's, don't want to cut into your list, but let's just refer it to terms from the 90s. Like, I would say that Lynn Swan is Alvin Harper. John Stallworth is Michael Irvin. <laughs> That's all I got to say. That is all. Um, now... I put Bradshaw on my list because he really was he is like the the representative that the guy that people think of when they think of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think he's Terry Bradshaw. Yes. As as a quarterback as a quarterback <laughs> you and I have discussed many times that I don't have him on my greatest Terry Bradshaw. Well, he's not going to be. He's not going to be in the top ten. He's not on anybody's top ten. Well, he he probably is. He might. He's on quite a few people's like not, top five. It's ridiculous. Top five. I haven't seen him I've, in a while. Oh, I've go to some of these. So go walk into some of these fucking rooms sometimes. You 
you see people on these lists and they they're like, oh, what about Terry Bradshaw? And you're like, what the fuck about Terry Bradshaw? Yeah. But ter- that being said, <laughs> Terry Bradshaw <laughs> is the guy you think of when you think of the Pittsburgh. There's two guys you think of. You think of Mean Joe Green yep. and Terry Bradshaw. Period. You think of those guys right away. Right away. So well, I, I think I think on a, I had on to a give football them. level, you wouldn't put him on there. You wouldn't put him on there. I, don't, I, I think you could put a bunch of Steelers ahead of him. I, I really do. Probably could. I, I put three of them ahead. Number three, Franco Harris. Love Franco. Stud, dude. Hall of Famer. I know you came up with your list off the top of your head, and you're trying to show me up with your fucking abilities to think of people who most people wouldn't have even put on Rocky the Blyer? list. Rocky Blyer? Rocky Blyer would be like, you go to, go to Pittsburgh and talk to a Pittsburgh fan. He makes a Pittsburgh fan list. Well, yeah. I mean, he's going to make the Pittsburgh fan list. But yeah, I, mean, I don't I mean, fuck football. I'm going to fuck up Rocky Blyer. Shit. Yeah. Well, he was Rocky. Vietnam came back and played ball, won championships. That's fucking amazing. Uh, number two, most guys from Vietnam like wandered off into fucking forests and disappeared, never showed up. Uh, that's because they're getting shot at and shit. In their head. Purple A's. Moving on. Number two, Jack <laughs> Lambert. Jack Lambert didn't make your list. Um, I was gonna. Or I was thinking, thinking of, I was just gonna get him on my list anyway. No, there's there's linebackers. That's that's the big part of the Pittsburgh Steelers as well as. The uh, the uh, defensive line. I, I went a different way. I went a different way. I'm with you. Number one. You didn't do Josie Greer. Number one. Mean Joe. Did you do two? No. I did two. It was Jack Lambert. Who was three? Franco Harris. Who was four? Terry Bradshaw. And fucking five? Lynn Swan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're uh, done. You're blood done. and guts. <laughs> yeah, it's going to come out. Do the later. gut move. It'll come out later. <laughs> When a finger fuck his ear, it's gonna be fucking awesome. He's yeah. not gonna know it's coming. Oh, and in honor of what, Doug? Are we doing the uh, the top five uh, pop in, culture? In honor of the uh, 30th anniversary of Ghostbusters, we're doing top five Bill Murray movies. There you go. I'm not going first on this one. Ooh, really? Nah. I just went first. Nah, I'll go first. No, no. Ryan goes first. Oh, first. Okay. Number five, Kingpin. Oh, <laughs> shit. Is that, oh, is that, is shit. That a movie? He just dropped Kingpin. Well, give me that right. one. Right. Give me that. Kingpin right. is awesome. Kingpin is a great fucking movie. There's, yeah. It's, it's fucking. You know what? The first time I watched it, I did not like it. I don't know if anybody else got that, but first time I watched it, I was like, oh, I kind of liked it. And then this, like, I don't know, Napoleon Dynamite yeah. effect. Fairly, fairly You watch brothers. it the second time, you go, I was like, oh, you know what? I actually really like that movie. <laughs> it fucking grows on you, I guess. Okay. Um, like a cancer. Like cancer. Yeah. Number four. What about Bob? <laughs> what about Bob? What about Bob? Baby steps. Baby steps. Anytime. Please okay. just, just take baby steps. Baby steps to the car. Mm-hmm. Baby steps to the door. Mm-hmm. Baby steps to the bus. Mm-hmm. Doug doesn't like my list already. Um, He's not I don't, a fan. I'm not. I, th- this doesn't. This this is at number three, not because it's at all. Not, it's because it's an all-time great comedy, but I don't necessarily think. Mm-hmm. Caddyshack, Doug, that was coming. It's, it's, That's number know, three. Well, it's because I don't think of it as a Bill Murray movie. Mm-hmm. Necessarily, but he definitely plays a big-time role in the movie, and he's the Cinderella story. So, number two, Scrooged. Number Boom. two, Scrooged. Mm-hmm. I will watch Scrooged mm-hmm. any time of year, especially Christmas time. But any time it's on, no matter how much of the fucking movie is left, because the bitch hit him with the toaster. <laughs> the bitch hit him with the toaster. Are you sure it's going to be okay? Because we're going to get uh, censors on that one. <laughs> <laughs> number one, Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Nice. Another movie I will just sit back and watch and laugh. I think a lot of them are just uh, simple. I had to look for the for one that I just could get on my list because there's too many. Um, but I had my four for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll go with number five. Uh, Where the Buffalo Roam. Mm-hmm. Excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first Hunter S. Thompson vision brought to the theater for you to see is someone playing Hunter S. Thompson. It was Bill Murray, and he did a great job. It was a lot of fun, that movie. Um, I watched it. Um, almost a regular basis, I would say. It's, it's that good. Um, 
number four in honor of it, it has to be on it because it is one of his best things. It's Ghostbusters. I don't care. It's it's awesome. It didn't say besides Ghostbusters. It said in honor of Ghostbusters. So it makes my list. Nobody's yelling at you. I know. I'm just being defensive. Who's yelling at you? No one's judging you. talking about you. <laughs> uh, number, uh, let's see. Number, uh. See, the last three, this is this is the weird one, but at least they're not all Ryan's. I have a different one on there at least. That's good. I like that. Uh, number two. Number three, actually. Whew, tough. Scrooged. I'll throw Scrooge at number three. Same reasons as Ryan. It's it's hilarious. It's it's almost R-rated funny without curse words. Just the jokes and the what's going on around you. And yeah, maybe I am happy with the choices I made. You stupid bitch. Yeah. Funny stuff. It's a really well-made movie. Um, number two. <laughs> I, I would I would expect Doug to know this, and I bet it's on his list. I hope it's on his list. Quick change. Ooh. Quick change. The one where he is the clown inside mm-hmm. the bank robbery, mm-hmm. working with Gina Davis. I love that. Mm-hmm. Working with the, oh, the Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. He's, he works, Randy away, Quaid yeah. works a way to get out of there, and it's Jason Robards, and it's a whole deal of them trying to get to the fucking change. airport with mm-hmm. all the fucking money. Uh, it's a really funny movie. Really, really funny movie. Um, number one, uh, Groundhog Day, and I'm just not. I'm not gonna say why. I'm gonna say like my favorite little line, and it's it's the part where the first time he comes to the festival, and she's all, "Oh, some of them have been here for hours. They're just dancing around, singing, and laughing." And he just looks at it. Bill Murray looks at her and goes, "Yeah, they're Hicks, Rita." It's just, it's so funny the way he's he says it better than I do. Yeah, they're Hicks, Rita, because. They're hicks. Uh, Bill Murray, glad that you're going to be with us for a little while. Bill? Bill <laughs> Go Cars? What's his name? We forgot it. We just forgot. Gil? Ned. Ned. Ned Ryerson. Ryerson? <laughs> Ned? <laughs> nah, that's the part where he tries to make gay love to him. No, oh, I just wish I have a place that's close. Ned! <laughs> Do your list, fucker. Uh, number five, Lost in Translation. What the shit? That none of this made your list. I thought it was alright. Yeah, 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 I mean, for a Focopola. Alright. Uh, number four. You guys are fucking snobs. Number four, Life Aquatic. Yeah, that was a good movie. With Steve Zizou. What are those? It's not classic. That's... Uh, Life Aquatic is not classic? No. It will be. It will be. I don't think it's classic now. When he dies or something? or Yeah. Okay. Number three, Ghostbusters. You're going to knock... Okay, like, I'm, I'm with you on all this, but you're going to knock off a lot of good films to put Life Aquatic and the one you put on there just because they're Boston trendy... Trendy cool movies now that everyone like wears the shirts and plays as him as Halloween and goes, Man, that's his best acting role ever and all that shit. I get it, but you're leaving out a whole lot of good stuff to throw those on your list. I am. And I, I dropped stripes in nineteen forty two. Don't worry about it. Oh. Stripes was one that sh- I should have made my honorable yeah. mention. I should have made was, everyone's list, but yep. I figured it would make his list, but he put on the <clears> same two trendy hipster fucking movies. He just hipstered the fuck out on our goddamn show, dude. He's a hipster. There's a hipster, a hipster, a hipster on my show. Well, at least movie-wise. Number two, Caddyshack. It's a Cinderella story. See, and I thought you were dogging me for fucking putting Caddyshack. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Eh. I mean, like I said, I don't think it's necessarily... It's really a movie about a whole bunch of different people... But it's not a Bill Murray. He like shines. If you were just, if he you were, shines. He does. He. I mean, how many times do you hear people say it's in the hole? It's in the hole. It's a Cinderella story. I mean, you hear people say that they joke around when they golf. And number one, how often asshole. do you, you go golfing, Ryan? Ryan goes golfing a lot. And hears that the a lot. The two times I went. Two Bam. times. Bam. You go ahead and hear that. Twice. Number time. one, I met all of our lists. 
Groundhog Day. It's the best movie. I'm not the god. Just a god. <laughs> I'm not the god. Just a god. Maybe. Adjust your bra. There's some change. We murdered flies. Ah! Here. How much time we got now? <laughs> Did you see Sin City 2? Yeah. How was it? Well. Oh, you seem excited about it. Mm. I saw it. Okay, cool. I did you really? I really did. It's in, it's in theaters besides not just for you. Anyone who wants to go see movies can go see it. <laughs> and what did you think? I thought it was okay. I thought it was good, actually. I enjoyed it. I thought every sex scene was gratuitous, but all right. There was sex, so that's all you're given? There was no good violence? There was no... Good enough storytelling. You were thrown I, off. No, I, off I, I, think the, I think the storytelling. I think the storytelling was overtaken by trying to one up itself, and I think the Ooh. upping the sex and violence uh, hurt it. So according to Doug, sex and violence people, make movies. The worse, people who made the actually movie. it does. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. According to Doug, well, that's what I'm saying. According to Doug, the people that made the movie. Who also wrote the comic and brought it to life mm-hmm. ever. Completely failed? Yep. Yep. <laughs> the creator failed. I'm gonna say it was good. I, I didn't I didn't I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry, it's Frank I Miller like Frank Miller failed on the spirit. Like it's not like unheard of that he would goddamn fail. Am I talking of the spirit? I'm talking No, about I'm talking about Frank Miller, the creator of Sin City. I'm he talking, has failed before and failed now. I'm talking of a movie that I enjoyed, and I will actually get to points if you'll shut the fuck up, and I'll tell you why. Sure. The movie. sure. Can we talk about um, sports, though? It was... Oh, give, me, give me two seconds here. Do you, find a sports topic to talk about. Yeah, okay, I got okay. you. <laughs> it's, it's not like you have anything to throw out there, right? <laughs> there sports topic. Uh, I didn't like the, the character changes, as far as not character changes, the guys that played the characters. There was some that we had... There was, two there was only one. There was two. Oh, Actually, two. there was three. Well, there no, was three. One, one you can't hold against his own. Three? I'm about you, to all say all Okay, that. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because yeah. you can't hold one against his own death. <sighs> can't hold one against death. <laughs> so there's sports, too, I mean. Okay, sports. Okay. Too much boobs. Okay, sports. Enough out of you. Sorry. AFC predictions. Start with the South. AFC South. Do I go first? Sure. Okay, number Here four. <laughs> Tennessee Titans. Um, first of all, they haven't made the playoffs since 2008. Um, they have quarterback issues as far as I'm concerned, meaning that Locker has not been proven. And they drafted Metzenberger or whatever that kid's name is from LSU. But they, uh, they have a lot of... St- steps to take to become a good holes. football team. A lot of holes to fill. They will be the last team in that division. I'm not doing wins on this one. It's not not coming. That's not your style? Not not for this one. Not for this one. Um Jacksonville Jaguars are gonna be the third team. They haven't made the playoffs in nine years. <laughs> it's been tough. Blackmore suspended. Um they're not gonna as far as what we know they're not gonna start Bortles. He's going to sit, and he will do whatever there is to be done. I like the rookie that they drafted out of USC, the, the receiver, Marquise Lee. Um, but they, they lost Maurice Jones-Drew. It's a unidentified running game as far as I'm concerned. I don't know who they have. I'm not looking on my phone. I don't know. Um, so I'm taking them right there. Uh, two, Houston. I guess I'm, I'm giving them a little bit of love here, but I'll give you three names as to the reason why. They will not make the playoffs. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tom Savage, and Case Keenum. That's their quarterback situation right there. So it doesn't matter how healthy Andre Johnson is. doesn't matter how uh, awesome Jadavanian J- J- Clowney does. Jadavanian Clowney does <laughs> along the side of a healthy Watt. And, you know, it, it really doesn't matter because the computer, the uh, quarterback situation will not be very good 
Indianapolis is going to win that division. They're going to be somewhat of a threat. They're going to be a second-tier team in the AFC as far as I'm concerned. And that might just be, you know, below. We'll talk about that soon. Hakeem Nix uh, is a good guy to have next to a Reggie Wayne. Uh, Mike Adams is on the team. That's pretty fucking funny. Uh, they, they got him. They added him. He's in the, he's in the lineup already. Um, if Indianapolis is going to take a step towards competing with the elite teams in the AFC and the NFL, it depends on Trent Richardson. That running game is going to have to develop one way or another. Then it opens everything. Then Andrew Luck becomes a top six type quarterback, which some people have him at, but I think he's top ten. He's hovering around that way. If that if he starts if he comes out and rushes for twelve hundred yards, that offense will be a completely different thing. His numbers inflate. Um, I I like what they're doing. Um, even though Andrew Luck is a goofy ass bastard, ugly, goofy. Great dog. Cavemanish. Oh God, horrible. Cavemanish. I have Jacksonville at four and twelve. Not very good. Um, they have no weapons on offense. I guess they got an okay defense. Oh, God, horrible. Doug says they're horrible. Bad so defense. I guess they're not that great. Uh, good linebacking core. That's all really they got. But that's it. I mean, that's why I think they're sitting portals for the season because what's the fucking point? You can't beat, <laughs> you can't beat two of the teams that are in your division, let alone... The teams that will be making the playoffs, your Denver Broncos, your New England Patriots, you're not going to beat those teams. They can't even beat your Seattle Seahawks. Anybody in this in the AFC West? Yeah, it's not their not their deal. Not that I have the Raiders Besides doing the Raiders. much better. Um, <laughs> so it might be a close game if they played the Raiders, but they can't beat anybody in the AFC West. So you know what? That's something that hopefully they've realized that they're still way behind. Tennessee still way behind. Jake Locker still their quarterback. He's still a guy everybody's going. Is he gonna be good? They Is don't have any weapons good? either. Is he gonna be good? And I think I've come to the conclusion that when we keep asking that question, the answer is just no. He will never be good. He may be serviceable. He may be decent. He's not serviceable now. He wasn't serviceable last season. Well, that's my point. Everybody keeps saying, "Is he gonna be good?" Because he'll have this flash. Flash a game where he throws really well. He'll throw a good ball. He'll not have interceptions. He'll make the right calls. He'll put two of those games together and follow them up with two really stinky, shitty games. Really terrible. Something that it, you're just like, what happened to that guy from a couple weeks ago? So, I, I just he's never going to be that guy. That team has tons of missing parts, and they also have no weapons on offense. Zero weapons. I have him doing um, about the same, plus or minus, Houston Texans, because of the exact same reason you brought up, quarterback. Now, Savage, I thought he threw a pretty good ball, but he's a rookie. They're not, he's not going to make his way up that depth chart past Case Keenum. Yeah, it's, it's just not going to happen. Arian Foster is another back surgery away from being done with his career. He's on the wrong end of 30 anyway. He's not the same guy. He's not he the was. same guy. He's not. He's he's not the guy. Everybody, people still draft him like he is. I mean, they still draft him like he is Adrian Peterson, like he is Lashawn McCoy. He is not that guy anymore. Andre Johnson still great hands, still can run routes, doesn't have the speed he used to have. Still a big target. Won't matter because he's the only guy they can throw to. Yeah. So. All you got to do is lock him down. Everybody else just kind of, you take what they give you on that one. Indianapolis, I will agree with you, is going to go about as far as their running game is going to take them. Because that's where you'll see Andrew Luck really explode into the ability to become one of the elite quarterbacks in this league. I agree with you right now. As he sits without a decent running game behind him, he sits kind of at the second tier quarterbacks, you know. Yeah. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger's your Eli Manning's. Like I, I personally think he's better than both of those guys. But um, you know, just that second. It will be better. That second batch, the Tony Romos. You know, so he he's just back there. He will be better than all of them. End of the day, definitely have tons of faith in him that way. 
Um, I actually have them as the third best team in the AFC. I think they will finish with the three seed this year um, with Denver and the Patriots taking the yeah. first and second, respectively. Nice. Um, That'll be nice to see. 11 and 5. I think they're going to be a decent team. I think they're going to... They're going to wow people, and I, I, I think they're going to have, if they can stay healthy, I think they're going to be a real threat in the AFC, and they definitely are a Super Bowl contending team. A real threat? A real threat? Okay. Well, let's if talk about healthy, the AFC West. Let's talk about the healthy. AFC West. Let's do well, it. I'll start at the basement. You went first last time. I'll let thank you, you talk about thank your you. Denver Broncos because I know you like to talk about your Denver Broncos. You do too, now sir. You got them at number one, well, just as wouldn't? I do. So who wouldn't? Well, there. I'm sure there's some. We'll just leave the obviousness <laughs> out there, and we'll talk a little bit about the Broncos' prospective season when we get done with this conversation. Oakland, True. I have at four and twelve. I will follow you. They are. They're still not a good team. They got. They. They got younger in bad areas. And they got older in bad areas. They got older in more areas. And it was, uh, it was <laughs> more important areas. Um, I'm, I'm following off of you because I agree um, with you. They have Matt Schaub now who had a terrible um, year last year. I don't expect it to get any better. You don't have a terrible year and then go to the Raiders, especially in the last 12 years. And have it all of a sudden be good. It doesn't turn around at all. Also, the time when you have a terrible year and go to the Raiders, you just like go away for it's like it's gonna be it's worse. Literally like prison. It's, like, it's gonna you be go worse. away for a couple of years. You're they're gonna time in the pen. They're gonna be the worst team in the NFL. Um, they're gonna be right there. Um, number three. What Absolutely. do you got? Absolutely. Number three. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. They are a fraud, Ooh. and we know <laughs> they are pretenders. I think, and it's not just it's not just me who thinks this. I've heard national guys all say it. Kansas City can try and feed off of it all they want. They have Jamal Charles. They have Jamal Charles. I'm with you on this. They have Jamal Charles. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> with you on this all the way. Um, they have not upgraded. They've actually been they've been downgraded. They've been worse. They in free agency they've lost more than they than they even attempted to sign. Um, this team is completely on the downward spiral. Alex Smith is not the answer. Dwayne Bowe is not a number one receiver. Defensively, they are not the same team that they were for just five weeks of last season. Like, that was a totally Against different thing. Against backup quarterbacks. Uh, well, that's that's where it comes from and where it's at. These This is not going to work well for Andy Reid. This team is going to go down. They might, I mean, if the, if the Raiders weren't going to be so bad, I the Raiders are going to be. So they have to be third. <laughs> they have to be third. Uh, number two, what do you got? Well, of course, the San Diego stupid Chargers. I have them actually making the playoffs in a wild card because Phillip Rivers, I hate the prick, but he's a good quarterback, and he knows how to throw it. He can still sling it. He proved that he doesn't need that many weapons. He can sling it to anybody on that damn field. If you can put your hands out there and catch a ball, Phillip Rivers will get it to you. And Ryan Matthews, we, I still don't think he's like this elite runner. He's on my fantasy team again, but what he provides for whatever reason that was weird. Because he's just consistency. I like consistency, and the only time he ever plays good is against my Broncos. So you know, <laughs> I know when to start him at least for two games of the year. Um, no, but the you know he he is a he's actually a pretty good back. He just. I don't know, he's just not the superstar everybody kind of makes him out to be at times. Well, he was drafted like that. I don't think I don't think anyone makes him out to be like that except yeah. the stupid fans. Fantasies and fan guys probably, the fanboys probably do, but I don't. I think I, I think that defense is still not shored up. I think their defense still has yeah. a lot of holes, and that's going to be the reason why... They're going to lose some games because of that defense, and I think that there's going to be a reason why they win that game. That's because, we, that's because of Philip Rivers right there. Moving on, I think you wow. have that. Can I can I talk about the, the Chargers for a second? Just a little bit, just a little bit. I'm I'm more scared of them than I'm I'm more scared of them than I am the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Uh, that's for sure. I am more scared of the Chargers as what they did. Uh, he did some with less, but he also made a lot with Keenan Allen, who's going to be a good player. 
Um, they also drafted someone else, and they have another guy out there as well. Um, they're, they're, we're a sports show. They're, it's, 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 we're not, um, we don't have people feeding us shit. Go ahead and check it out. You know that they drafted someone. Both of you. We don't do this for a living. We do it for fun <laughs> and your entertainment. So oh, I'm, I'm more scared of them. I'm more scared of them. I think that's, if the Broncos lose a game within the division again this season, it will be against the Chargers. Agreed. That's, that's where it goes. Absolutely. And what are the Broncos going to do? What is their record going to do? 13 and 3. 13 and 3? 13 and 3 because the Broncos always need an attitude adjustment game here and there. And I think that having the second most difficult schedule based on record from teams previous seasons. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? It's like, look at the schedule. It's tough in the first eight games. It really and is. And the second eight games are not that difficult. I mean, there's games. I mean, but Bradford's out. And then it's a lot of it's the Raiders twice, it's the Chiefs, it's the Chargers. So it is a difficult schedule. I mean, in the front end, but the back end's not nearly the same level. I mean I mean going twelve and four, even even if eleven and five happens, if there's a couple stumbles and some tough road games, I mean AFC, I mean NFC West, you know, we'll never know. We'll we'll see what's up. It's gonna be we'll see. We'll see. You want a fastball? <laughs> Always. Doug, you got her bell ready? Ooh, fastball question. Fastball question. Gone's up. I feel like Doc Gooden's going to throw his heat down my throat. That sounds Phrasing. dirty. Phrasing. I'm going to bang it with my bat. Phrasing. Frothing loins. This year, college football have a playoff. <laughs> Finery. We at least, <laughs> at least get a C. Okay. What should the criteria be for these four teams? Should we go off of their conference? Should we go off of their record? Should we go off the eyeball test? What are the things that qualify these four teams to get in? Because these four teams are getting in panelly. They're getting in through the panel. They, they're going to be judged in, basically. Yeah. So... I think we all know, obviously, you go undefeated, you're in the SEC, you're probably in. But what else qualifies you to get into the four team and one? Well, they're coming out of the Power Five conferences. We can guarantee that, especially with the four team format. So you win the conferences, and then one conference is going to be left out. And I think subsequently that's the one that doesn't have the championship game. So SEC is going to go, Pac-12 is going to go. Um, Big 12's... I don't think the Big 12 has one. I gotta look it up before a little bit of that, dude. It's been a lot of changing going on. Like, it's it's not the same thing anymore. But um, the criteria that would put you in the, you know, the playoff of the college football team is going um, undefeated to one one defeat, maybe two. You, you gotta... You gotta come from one of those conferences. I mean, look at... <laughs> It's it's that simple. I mean, they just opened up last night, and Texas A and M just put up fifty five points and moved up in the rankings. So they're <laughs> it's funny. This is tough, dude. I'm not an analyst, and there's no big time college football players. There's no there's the there's the kid out of Oregon, and there's the kid out of Florida State who are only going by the name the kid, Jameis Winston, and and both of them. The kid from there and the kid from that. James Winston and the kid from Oregon, uh, Moriato. Moriato, uh, yeah, it's exactly. There's not that many big names. Everybody left. All the big guys left. There's a lot. I mean, Todd Gurley out of Georgia, he's a tailback. He's been there for the a kid. few years. I mean, it, you have to win your conference. You got to win your conference. You got to come into that. You got to win big time games, which are, you know, being on ESPN, being on CBS, ABC, you know, stuff like that. It's it's pretty simple. It's not that it's it's not gonna be much more different than the rankings are at the end of the season those teams are gonna play. But often teams who are in the fourth spot are kind of almost tied as far as losses. A lot of times they're just right there with one lost teams. Yeah, but, but if you have another two lost team, could you put a two-loss team ahead of a one-loss team no. in there, depending on their loss? It would depend on if they were from the SEC. <laughs> and they lost in the championship game, and it was some kind of flu-type deal. It would, it would have to be some kind of weird 
because it is a voting field the way that Nebraska went and played in the title game, and I think it was the early 2000s after CU beat them 62-30 to 30 or something like that. CU came out and beat them. I think Chris Brown still scoring touchdowns on them. And then Nebraska goes and plays in the title game. CU goes and plays C, uh, CU goes and plays Oregon and gets beat thirty eight to three. Um, it, you know it's uh, it would have to be something like that. But I think you it will not be. Trust me, this is the this is my only guarantee, and we've I've definitely gone outside of it. When the playoffs system starts coming to fruition next season, it will not be difficult to see who's going to be the teams. I can't tell you who they'll be, but after we watch. For ten fucking weeks, eight weeks, you'll see who's gonna be in it. It won't be hard. He says it will not be difficult. Chomp, 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 chomp. He says, but chewy, chewy, <laughs> chomp. Now, in light of a dugout, dugout. In light of a dugout. Oh, oh. Changing it up here. I'm changing it up. Right or in lieu. Do we get to make anti-Semitic jokes? No. Oh, um, shit. what we get to I do is make some point. jokes about. Baseball. Um, oh, okay. The last couple of weeks. Baseball's funny. It is. Stop. Um, you asked me a couple of weeks ago how to make baseball cool. I did ask you that. We thought we already I did. that. Did you, you actually continue working on that? I did. <laughs> this could be worth something here. So, right? ladies and gentlemen, in lieu of the dugout, we in lieu of the dugout, the dugout Doug makes out. baseball cool. Number. Can I ask one dugout question? Yeah. Go ahead. Josh Gibson or Mr. T? <laughs> Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Josh Gibson or Yvonne Drag? Debbie Gibson. <laughs> Josh Josh Brubin. Josh Gibson or the Terminator? <laughs> Josh Charles. Yeah. All right. Well, there's all Terminator jokes for no reason. All right. Yes, I am. Uh, because my number one, uh, I'm gonna go top to bottom on this one. I suppose More. our top fives appeal to youth and minority markets. We talked about this. Josh Gibson or Raphael Palmer. Raphael the Ninja Turtle. Uh, I thought you'd appreciate number two. Brainwashed assassins. No, I said that. I, I just did. He agreed to it and put it on his list. There you go. Right. Uh, number three. I think it was golf, too. Every 30 second base run explodes. Oh. Like mm-hmm. across like the season, like not just per game, just every 30 second base run explodes. What does that mean, 30-second base run? Uh, the minute every... A 30-second a, a base is hit, it explodes. Why 30-second? Is just an arbitrary number? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to hit a base every 30 seconds? No, explode? no, 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 no. That might, be, that might speed up the game for sure. <laughs> that, that would, every 30 seconds a base explodes. Yeah, yeah that's good. It would, it would get rid of a lot of scratching. But, uh, a lot of shock adjustment. Number four. A lot of scratching. Tackling. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It really would be nice. I would like more tackling. And um, I, I thought we'd all just appreciate the kind of the after note on this one. My number five is obvious drug use, parentheses, venom. Like, obvious drug ch- use. Like, um, you want them to be venom? Like, I want them to, like, inject a venom. Like, uh, from Bane. From, oh, there you go. Where yeah. it's like, you know, like, they get, like, three times the size and, like, oh, so sort of five like, times the strength. If they're gonna let them do drugs. Like, let, like, let him fucking do it. Let him look like Jose Canseco. He comes up to bat. And, like, or Bane. He comes up to bat and, like, clicks his fucking thumb, and all of a sudden on the big screen, it's the pitcher's little kid, and he's held hostage. He's like, oh, you don't know what the basketball is. Oh, he's got such a beautiful singing voice. How about the slider? <laughs> oh, you think you can get past me? Well, I'm now five times uh, I bigger now. I, I did that good like four times. Let the games begin. Yeah. 
That's an actual voice. Are we doing this? Oh, is that the end? Are of we ever doing doing Bane's? No, I, I was. I, I'm not good at Bane. Oh, do Bane. I, I, no, I go look at the backstory. <laughs> oh, your characters are like glows. <laughs> I had it for a little just, bit of the time. Just, just, <laughs> put your hand in front of your face. You'll be fine. Oh, just... oh there's no drugs. Frank, he's going to give me laughs. I, I shouldn't look at him. Oh, there's you're, no drugs in here. Oh, you're doing... Yeah, okay, now hold on. You're doing Sean Connery. That was terrible. The trick is to well, do this. Well, he is Sean Connery with he's a mask on his face. He's, he's Sean Connery. No, he's not. Dude, he's totally shy. He's like, he's not. I'll take the rapist. <laughs> therapist. Miss Money Bunny. Moo. Oh, no, that's that's the sound that a cow makes. Well, that's the sound your mother made last night, Trebek. That's for sure. Wow. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Uh, Suck it, Trebek. Yeah. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!